first thing that we're going to talk about is Tottenham versus Liverpool. I'm thinking I'm just going to like, uh, while we're talking, I'm just going to like, for fun, just like scroll through my Twitter. It sounds like a fun thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. But, but yeah, let's talk about the game before before we talk about all the decisions. Uh, Tottenham level on points with Arsenal, which feels uh, weird. Like, no one could have imagined that last uh, in the start of the season. Um, and they, I don't know, weirdly have like on Twitter. At least I see the sentiment that like they are in this in the same phase as we were last year, or mm-hmm. like or, you know how we started, and they're gonna go on and challenge Man City. Do you guys call this bullshit? I mean, it always happens with Arsenal, right? Like everybody's on our coattails. Uh, Eric Ten Hag last season was mini Arteta or like Arteta in the making, or like he's done wonders throwing Ronaldo out. <laughs> And they we all we, we all know how United are this, this season. And uh, let's let's wait and watch. I mean, Spurs are Spursy. They that won't change in a season, let alone in like seven matches. They'll be they'll be back doing their Spursy things. And uh, as as the great Kilini put it, it's in the history of Tottenham. It it wouldn't change. <laughs> Uh, Priyag, what do you, what do you think, think about the game I, yesterday? Yeah, I think I think they have every right to make that statement right now. But if you look into it and if you look at the age of the players and this like ceiling and uh, what Arteta started out with and the sort of things he had to do so of course you know it's bullshit but seven games in they're the second right so they sort of have the right to make the statement yeah but like we I mean I'm saying that they basically are saying that we are in a slump and we haven't started the season right and we have the same points as them. Exactly. Unbeaten. Same thing. And we're playing mm. in like two competitions still now. They just played one and they actually aren't unbeaten. They lost to Fulham in the Carabao Cup. So, mm. that is something. I also feel like there's a, a lot of new manager bias in here and, 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 and I mean all kudos to Ange of, you know, in terms of whatever he's doing. But I feel like uh, the tactics are new. The players are buying in. They're, I mean, they're playing a new way that people haven't seen them play. So even if, like, if if I'm an opposition coach and I'm going to analyze their games, I have like a small subset of what they are trying to implement and how to break them down and and you know how to kind of like counter their tactics. And I feel like the more uh, low blocks they face now that they are uh, like good with 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 the ball and and like just you know scoring goals, Son is 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 in form. I feel like the more uh, they'll they'll get found out. Like they needed they needed nine men Liverpool and a last minute own goal to win against like you know which at home and similar thing I happened d- with Sheffield. So I it's actually not like don't agree with super you high, there. But... I, I don't agree with you there. When it like this is what I read somewhere that if there are nine men, it's kind of harder to break them down. Uh-huh. You know, like if if it's like eleven men, then they attack you, especially a team like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But when it's nine men, the task is clear. Yeah. The task is that we are gonna just shut shut shop. Mm. It becomes really, really hard. It's to easy to maintain. Too. Yeah, I, it becomes I easier to maintain the score. I feel like it's it's difficult to break down a ten man team, but like a nine man is you have like a significant numerical advantage for twenty minutes at home. Like they kind of were loss on ideas. They were not even like using the width. Yeah, and because the there was they like the block of five and, and three like, right in front of the right in front of the goalkeeper. There was literally no one. Like it was impossible for them to do anything there. I mean, but like that's that's what Arsenal faced with ten men all all the time, and City faced with ten men all the time. So if you're if you're talking about challenging for the title, I'm not saying they 
uh, they're bad, but like mm-hmm, if you're talking mm-hmm, about challenging mm-hmm. for the title, if you can't do that against eight, how can you expect you to do that against ten? And but that's, they that's, did do it, right? That's I feel like in the end. They did do it in the end. They did yeah, do it. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> they did do it. I mean, like, yeah, they did do it, and there's there's not much you can fault on Ange right now. But I still feel it's it's too early. They will people of will course. figure them out. And and they, they, title talk is a little bullshit. They faced two tough, I mean, three tough opponents, right? They beat United, we beat United. They drew with uh, Arsenal. I mean, okay, yeah, same thing. And Liverpool, they beat them. But I, I think in the context of the conversation, we can't give that as a win, considering the circumstances. So, but at the end of the day, this is the thing. Last season, the expectations for Arsenal were really low and they played like they exceeded all expectations and something similar is happening with Spurs so they have every right to assume that right they're going to be biased all the Spurs fans but if you look at the information they have at hand it's that okay we're playing really well it's a new manager we're second Uh, I know how it's going to turn out they'll probably end up second or I mean third or fourth and if you look at the quality on the pitch, you can't compare Arsenal last season and Spurs right now. Because we have a lot of players with insane ceilings. And when it comes to Spurs, they're somehow making it work. It's not like I they have an God amazing Spurs squad. Would, would tell you that they are, nah, I swear to God, they'll tell you that they have like-to-like players. Like they'd, they'd say they possibly have a better... I mean, we sat down with Kerala Spurs. Uh, you, you weren't there. And they... I wouldn't say delusion because I, I feel like it's important to like trust your team, whatever. But they were pretty strong exactly. about they were pretty strong about their back four. They according to them, their back four is in fact even the goalkeeper is as good as ours. But they really trust Odogi, Pedro no, Poro. I think uh, I think their centre backs are a weak link for them compared to dude, the other the, top Mickey teams. Van der Wien is Van der Van Van Dyke second coming. So like, I don't Maybe. think you're right there. But, but probably not. But mm. that's the hype, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they've been pretty. They've been pretty good. They've been. They've been really, really good. I, I won't lie. Like Spurs have been very, very good this season. But uh, okay, animation. Like of injuries away from a total disaster. No, they. But been what happens good. when Madison is injured, though? That's what, what happens? Saying, like what happens when Madison is injured, or one of Romero or Chris or Mickey Van Der Ven is injured? Okay, you all want to hear their bench. Okay, this is their first starting bench. Okay, <laughs> Manor Sa- Solomon, dude. Okay, fine, he's good. Whatever, maybe Ben Davies. He's still here. <laughs> Oliver Skip, the seventy-year-old man who is in a twenty-four-year-old body. Hoybier, I don't know what he's <laughs> not doing in Atletico Madrid. Why is he not there? He's yeah. perfectly mm. made for yeah. that. Alejo Valley is some dude. Fraser Foster stealing an Emerson Royale still here. That's it. Literally it. Who's injured out of them? Perisic is dead. Perisic didn't injure did ACL at the age of 35. He's done. He's over. He has to pack his oh, bags wow. and go to Saudi. Okay. He's done. His career is done. Is ACL. Dude, yeah. Bad, he's yeah. over. Okay. It's over. Finished. Um, oh my god. Is Madison one is injured? Madison is not injured. Um, Pentancor so is, I down. mean, just go down. it says doubtful. It says doubtful. Yeah. That's no, what they played. said last he game. Played he played, no? This was Who, the game before the Who's the player that got booed? Who's the player that got booed last season? Like, Spurs fans got really pissed em- off when he Royal. came on. Emerson Royal. And then he know. came off in the same game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came off. Davinson Sanchez. 
Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. yeah. Is, is he? I think, I think they sold him. They sold him. They, they, sold him. they got rid of him. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's here. Um, the Ryan game. No, I think they got rid is, of him. Yeah. I guess maybe something. Loselso is good, but then again, not groundbreaking here. Brendan Johnson is a new guy. Bench-wise, bro, I don't see them, and I I feel title title challenge. I see them, and yeah, I feel maybe true. outside shot at top four, top possibly. Um, but they don't have uh, again anything that can happen to them is going to be driven by Hans Postecoglou and his man management and his overall like aura, which is like kind of like just taking the Premier League by surprise. And they're just everyone's just loving him. Mm. So I guess like that kind of vibes can take them as far as they can. But then it's only a matter of time before they. I don't want them to fail or anything, <laughs> being an Arsenal fan. But it's just a matter of time before, you know, real football shows through and like thick of things come. But we'll see. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to Liverpool, dude. Like, uh, if I was cloth right right now, I would be so fucking pissed. Like, I would be livid. Like this. This is just like. Hmm. Uh, you know, just taking points off your when you're trying so hard to like, uh, you know, maintain a level after having such a shit year last year, and then you're coming to Tottenham and you're like started 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 playing really well, um, having a good record, unbeaten, and then this happens, and then the PG Mall is like, I'm so sorry, guys, uh, we fucked up, so you guys don't get three points. What would you do if you were Klopp right now? I, I think the the interview that he gave. After the game, I don't think he sort of he he was aware of the full extent of the like the incompetence of the decisions being made. So uh, I think he would be much more pissed off now compared to like his demeanor right after the game, which itself was he was pretty annoyed. Uh, I mean, I don't think he can do anything, right? Like he's going to make a big deal out of this. But ultimately, this is one of those things. I think we we had this conversation last year. The system needs to change, right? These are all avoidable mistakes, and uh, maybe the red card and those sort of things. You know, you can chalk it down to someone's opinion, but there is no excuse for that offside. It's fucking bullshit. Well, yeah, that's the that's the whole point of it. Um... Again, let let's go back to the PG Mall statement because that is the interesting part here. Um, I was just talking to Prayag about like Prayag said that this is probably the only solution or only reply that he would have accepted. For me, this is still bullshit. I mean, it's as bad as it can get. Like there was no reply. If they would have come out and said that okay, we did this because we wanted Tottenham to, I don't know, win or some shit, I would have been happier. But like, this is just dumb, dude. It's like <laughs> professional fucking football. And you're literally saying that there's a, you, this is not, doesn't even sound like a human error. It just sounds like, like stupidity. What, what do you think about this? Like, I would, I would love to know the, the recordings, right? You know, the, the, you know, whatever, the mic recordings that they have of the referees. And I would love to know what they checked and if they checked anything or if they, like, what did they do? It was, it was so simple. It wasn't even like, like, what are you doing? Prayag, you want to explain this statement? Basically, basically, what they're saying is, right, the way it goes is, uh, when VAR, VAR gets called after an incident, right, uh, if they agree with the decision on the pitch, they just say, check complete. That's it. To confirm that the correct decision has been made. And if they disagree with the decision, then... 
they say that to like they pass on that information and the referee goes to the screen and checks and makes a decision what happened here is that the the var team or whatever they thought it wasn't offside like they thought the referee gave the goal so they just said like yeah no 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 need to even draw the line it's very obvious check complete but they didn't realize that the like the linesman on the pitch right he gave it as offside so this is like that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard <laughs> yeah but but at this point at this point <laughs> I don't know if I can even blame the PG like PG Mall. I mean, you have to blame them, but I don't think we can blame the VAR team because they've been given instructions. I mean, the system is such that these Wait, sort of errors you, can happen. Why can't you just? I mean, when you're a VAR, but when you're a no. VAR official, and you kind of like see that okay, you kind of believe that on field yeah. was a goal, and you said check complete because in the pretense that it's a goal. and then you saw the score line 00 you can go back in like it's like a matter of couple okay. of seconds isn't it my question here is why did you not draw the lines why did you not draw the lines this happened the yeah. same fucking thing happened against brentford for arsenal why did you just not draw the line and show like where is the what is happening why can't you do the one thing that you do like no, 99% so of the time this is the what happens no this is the second thing okay they are not bothered about convincing the fans about their decision like even if it was offside they still need to be concerned about the fact that okay like hundreds of millions of people are watching this game we need to draw the line and convince them that the decision that we made is correct but their fucking thinking is how dare the peasants even question us right we make the decision and everybody has to go with it <laughs> No, that's the thing. Like they're not bothered about the fact that okay, all these people are watching the game. Yeah. Maybe they are going to be doubtful. No. But honestly, we my question decision. here is: my question here is, do you think there is like some sort of corruption sort of element going on here? Just because, hear me out. Um, there have been many, many a times that people have asked them to release audios or or you know to accept you know one of those semi automatic offside decisions which every other league yeah. in the world and like yeah. the fifa and so many other sports you know organizations are doing except for the premier league why is that the case like why like i don't understand like it's just a, the simplest technology that will solve everything it's i, I think you know i i think it's ego just pure ego like this fa and This sort of is this a burning right? body or is this some dude sitting there? Like, what is the scene here? No, I, no, there is a body and everything. The whole thing is, the whole thing is, it's like, it's like the people who control the FA and everything, right? It's all like political elite or whatever. So they don't like the notion of people requesting a change and them doing it because if they do it once, they have to do it again. They have to make the organization more transparent. and all the incompetence will come out so the whole okay, thing is you... <laughs> we we don't approve any request we'll do what we want and you will fucking take it my god what do you think about this prayag a uh, vr officials darren england and dan cook were officiating a match in the uae 48 hours before spurs vs liverpool game hmm, the conspiracy hmm, theorists hmm, have hmm. come out <laughs> <laughs> yeah because this is good for city right oh god you would want liverpool right behind you I mean you wouldn't want Liverpool right behind you right you would take Spurs over Liverpool so <laughs> and and like Neerav said the whole and 
uh, storyline, right? Maybe it's good for business. It's good for viewership. Bro, it smells of corruption, bro. Like it smells of corruption. I think they just want to increase the eyeballs on the Premier League, and that's the best way to do it. By why just do you? It why do they? Yeah, this, this is, is good the point, most right? incompetent way of doing it. Okay, look at this point. What's the that? fact that Premier League referees are being paid for one-off matches in the UAE, whose royal family and rulers own Manchester City, surely leaves the PG Mall open to serious questions of conflict interest. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah, you know, isn't there like a contract situation that we can have with these referees? No, forget about that. Why are these people made to travel three days before the big game? Like they're going to be tired and whatever. That is going to affect their like ability to judge, right? So how can you even? There's some piece of shit like game going on in UAE. What hundred people are watching the game? It's nothing. For that, you need these people, and then like they're going to be jet lagged. They're not going to be able to officiate at like hundred percent. This is so fucking stupid. Like, do you think they would do like a? Do you think Arsenal would go and play a match in India for like an Asia tour or something in between the week? This is so fucking bro, stupid. But don't listen on India. Neymar is coming to India. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm trying to be but, fair. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. Uh, like this discussion is just endless, dude. I don't know how. What else to like come bring out of this? This is. This is insane. What I what we can do I is think, we can I do think I think people little... need to abuse and disrespect <laughs> the fucker of the FA and the PG mode so that there's pressure on them to change. So yeah, makes sense. Be. Yeah, uh-huh. let's do just yeah. just a just a different tone, right? Like. I I totally if I if I'm Klopp right at this point of time and I totally am like super pissed and super annoyed by whatever happened, but like I also be like super proud. Just the way the team the held together. The proudness does not bring you three points. Three points over proudness, man. Fuck that. 100%. 100%. We lost the league last year, brother. We lost the league. We lost the league five points last year. Out of that, I can tell you one definitely one point we should have gotten. Maybe we would have lost by four. But maybe because of that one win, our momentum would have driven us to like get more points. Things happen, right? Hmm. So no, that's, yeah. that's 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 yeah. literally my argument about like you know who whoever who is the most uh, worstly affected team when it comes to all these bad decisions and it, you can't really quantify uh, no, contextualize it right it's it's, it's, it's very it's random. random you can't really contextualize it like last season if we got those two points against Brentford we wouldn't be in a do or die mentality when we go to play City because we still have like two points advantage over them so yeah I totally get that but what I'm saying is like it just creates a siege mentality. Within the team, and even if things are going wrong, you kind of like, and everybody comes together, and that is something that you can only take the silver lining out of this situation because there's there's no there's nothing to gain. For if I'm and if I'm a Liverpool fan, I, or I don't coach. buy the corruption angle because the owners of Liverpool are like American billionaires, right? You can't do such blatant corruption when the person Bro, who's not going to benefit owners from of this, Liverpool are also like a billionaire. No, but like there's a difference. There is a yeah, difference. But whatever, American billionaires but whatever, have these, to pay taxes. All these... American American billionaires have eyes on them. UAE UAE trillionaires don't have any eyes on them. They can pay anyone anywhere, anytime. No one gives a fuck. The government yeah. knows. Everyone knows. But whatever, you can't do blatant corruption. Like you can't just fuck over these people. Also, it's not that easy. So that's True. why I don't think it's True. corruption. It's just incompetence. It's just incompetence. That's even worse. And ego. I would have taken corruption. Yeah. I would have taken corruption. It would have been like a like I would have been like impressed almost slightly, but this is just I mm-hmm. mean unbelievably dumb. 
And let's, even let's if it's get... corruption, this is like sloppy corruption. This is like the worst way to do it. It's because everybody it knew it, right? Remember, right after the game, everyone was saying, that's not off. That's that's not offside. Everyone knew this. Like, you could have done... Like, you know the Arsenal-United uh, game, right? Mm-hmm. That offside, the Gabriel 200 IQ move. See, that yeah. they could have used corruption to, you know, do something there. Because it was more tight. This is fucking obvious. Yeah, true. I mean, that was also... Okay, yeah, true. Makes sense. Anyway, uh, nothing is going to happen. Tottenham get the three points. And Liverpool are just going to cry for the whole season now with their siege victim mentality. Okay, boys. Um, 4-0 against Bournemouth. Kai Havertz gets a man of the match. Sympathy or Siri? truth? Oh, wow. Yeah. He was the man of the match. You think that's sympathy or anything that's truth? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's like sympathy or something like that. Maybe maybe he was playing with a little bit of swag after he scored that goal and he was trying hard, whatever. But I thought the best players on the pitch for Arsenal were the defenders, especially Saliba and Gabriel. They yeah, they made sure that <laughs> he did, bro. <laughs> Probably laughing so hard. But, but I like I like I like the wholesome vibe going on at Arsenal, right? Inclu- yeah. and the fans are also joining in. They've been singing that song for like thirty minutes straight. Okay. You know the lyrics? Samina Mina. I like. I know, I but, but I saw uh, I saw a video that from one month, yeah, I think Animesh, you shared it, right? One month back. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- but they were singing it during the game, whatever, in a bar. But then Harvard's he never scored. This is the first goal. <laughs> Dude, Vitality Stadium. <laughs> hey, you scored against Barcelona. Oh yeah. Uh, was that a month back? When he when he when he scored the okay. banger of a left uh, foot, uh, foot it like a shot from the D and oh, yeah, yeah, dropped yeah. on his knee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That one. Then, then no, the chant was like. I think Vi- yeah, I think Vitality Stadium is one of I think my favorite stadiums to go to because I feel like the mics are in the away stand and all you hear is Arsenal players, Arsenal fans singing. Like last season, it was Saliba. They just went on and on and on with Tequila Saliba, Tequila Saliba song. And this year, they just went on with like Kai Havertz. And it was just like a, a joy to watch. It's my absolute favorite stadium to go. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, just like going by the game, I saw, I mean, you guys also saw the game. Havertz was decent. He's, I think he's now he hmm. has accepted this Rom, Rom daughter sort of like a Muller sort of like role where he's just going to like roam mm-hmm. around here mm-hmm. and there. He's, yeah. he's going to make those runs where the, wing, where the left back is going to like just to put him through on the wing. And then he's gonna come inside, and he's gonna try to like either cut cut inside or like put like a nice cross. And he's he's off the ball, guys. He's good. But then again, uh, it's the basics, right? Here, it's not like we're seeing something insane. Yeah, and and yeah. I feel like for Havertz, we were all scared about like his defensive uh, contribution to the team. And all I see from him is the defensive contribution. So I don't really see like any anything in the attack i see like him falling back i see him like making tackles which is good, good or bad. which is That's good up for i mean he he does great. great like aerially is good yeah it's a, yeah i i have nothing to say against it i feel like overall the performance was great we weren't we dominated but not dominated in a way where like we had 70% of possession and bournemouth didn't do anything uh 
I think all the players, all of our 11 plus, also the bench, all of them had their moments. Like Saliba had some commanding tackles. Gabriel had like one of the, one of the, I, I, I feel tackles of the game in the uh, extra time of the mm. first half where he really nice one. kind of like, it was, I don't know, I don't even know who it was, it was Solanke or someone. He blocked that mm-hmm. one and Ray, Ray had like a save. Uh, like everyone had a moment, even ESR could score a couple in there. He missed it and he was devastated at the end of the game. So I feel like it was a perfect game and City losing perfectly sets up for the biggest match of our season next next week. I, I, I thought it was kind of yeah. weird that after the game, all these uh, commentators and pundits are saying that's a performance worthy of champions and all that. Yeah, and I, even I heard some of the uh, some YouTubers saying the same thing. I thought that was weird. I think it was like okay, that wasn't like an amazing performance or anything. Uh, compared, I mean, to considering how she had gone with that season. Yeah, exactly. And but I have to say one thing. The one thing that I really appreciate, like, is the fact that. I don't see that shakiness in our defense. And I, I, I don't, like, I'm not really happy to say this, but I feel like having Raya at goal also has something to do with that. Bro, wait I for the home It's a little more secure. Um, and of it's, course, it's, having Saliba is, changes the whole thing as well. Yeah. I think it's, it's also like home versus away. Away, we are, we are just amazing. <laughs> Uh, home, we just play with a lot of emotions, and that kind of kills us in like key moments. I feel like I just hope. Yeah, oh my God, this this kind of love fest is just insane from Arsenal. Like the PR is running mm-hmm. full time. Bodyguard mm-hmm. <laughs> is like full on, uh, you know, becoming this sort of giver captain. Yeah. He he I think he all went the marketing to... budget for this week went to Harvard's. <laughs> Nah, I guess it's important, but also like let's just not overdo it. Let's just not make him sort no, of this no, person no. who we have to make him succeed or whatever. No, if he doesn't, yeah, that's no. Really this is not... Arsenal. This is Arsenal trying to, Vintage. or should I say, Arteta trying to protect a sixty mil, million pound investment by making sure all the fans are singing his name, all the players are making him happy. But yeah. like, you know what? That's what I feel like. Arteta is definitely doing what he's doing, but also like, you know. If I'm if I'm Havertz, it's such a big vote of confidence for my teammates who I'm like always doubting that you know whether I'm good enough to play with them, to actually ask me to take a crucial penalty. I'm, obviously, it wasn't a game changer, but it was basically to put the game to bed. So it's still a good vote of confidence for Havertz, and hopefully he can just grow. But on you know what and, really pisses me off? Do something. What really pisses me off is that the same treatment is not not given to someone like ESR. He came on, he did really, really yeah. well. I think in, in his game, he was unlucky not to get a goal. Um, even yeah. even like yesterday, everything like he's been he's been ready and he's he's a homegrown player as well. It's not he's he's you have, we haven't spent sixty million on him. So I mean I guess yeah. that's mm. the reason. But ultimately like he's a, he's a really good player. I think he can be better than Havertz in that role. I genuinely feel that totally. I know that I know totally. Arteta wants that aerial ability and like the Kind of like smart IQ runs that he makes, but ESR is a like a one one in a kind kind of a footballer, dude. Like with the ball, like when is he it, broke through, you think he it's has, because he of Odegaard? Me. You think because Odegaard came in, he sort of became redundant for Arteta because Odegaard is doing all those things. Bro, I feel like I personally feel like with ESR, at least from now onwards, it's more about like you know managing his minutes. 
because he played almost like the full game uh, midweek and then he couldn't carry on. Not full game, but like I think he played 80-ish minutes and then he came off and Arleta was like, he's not ready to play his minutes yet and we have to load him up uh, gradually. So I feel like if he doesn't play against Lens, then I would totally, like, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Nero. Like, you know, what the hell is happening? But I feel the like thing is, we were saving him for Lens, no, knowing that he won't play against City. The thing about uh, ESR also I feel like I just is... Want to give that, yeah. The thing about ESR is that he's a pockets player, right? So he um, yeah. So the we just have two positions where we where players like occupy pockets completely, and one of them is uh, Odegaard's and one of them is Havertz. Um, he's not a pure out and out winger. We can't put him like like yeah. uh, on the touchline. He's not going to be as good as Martinelli or Saka there. Um, he's not a striker. So just the two remaining things, right? If we have like Declan Rice. He has to either play on the right or on the left. We have Odegaard, but the other yeah. guy is Havertz, and we need, you know, we need to yeah. try him out there. But the only thing that he doesn't bring there, I guess, form he's very forward. Um, ESR yeah. is very forward-looking as like a football player who drives with the ball. But I think for that particular role, Arteta wants someone who's who's back to the goal. You know, who's someone who can like. Uh, who can like take the duel, someone who can like link up play, do all that stuff. Like how Havertz does it, a left-footed player who can like take the ball, put it on the side, put it on the left side, bring other players into play and then make those runs. ESR can do that, maybe like characteristically slightly different from Havertz. So maybe that's not what Arteta want. But in another system, he would be, he would be my favorite player, bro. Like I I all, I feel like if this year we don't give him the opportunities that he needs, for his personal sake, I think we should like get uh, like he should go to another club. Yeah. The, I would be really he sad for that painting of... there, but yeah. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of uh, Ramsey. Like you know how he used to just box mm. box to box. He used to go <clears> in uh, blindsided runs and just scores like 10-15 goals a season. At least he did did it for a couple of seasons. So, He's even better yeah, than Ramsey in uh, in carrying the ball, Hopefully. man. I mean, Ramsey yeah, is amazing do. touches and like finishes and like in general darting runs. But like carrying the ball, ESR is just something about him is special, dude. Yeah, I think he's the... one of the only vertical players in our team, like who can carry the ball vertically rather than just pass it along <laughs> and kind of like have that intricate play to it. So I guess I did. I trying to make Declan Rice do that. I I think ESR's real. Mm, comp- yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say competition. But I would say, like, yeah. ESR's real nail in the coffin was Declan Rice signing, although it doesn't make sense because Dec was got yeah. here as, like, a six. But I feel like next transition for Declan Rice is that ESR kind of role where he's, you know, taking the ball, think, driving it forward. I don't think he has that sort so? of technical ability that I haven't no, seen from Declan Rice. And I, I feel like Declan Rice is the kind of guy who would be good to make something happen when things are not yeah. going good for the team. But he can sort of, to like some level, do what ESR does while being at six. So it's kind of like having two players in one position while Odegaard can do his creative things like right behind the striker. And then I don't know what Havertz does, but at least aerially is good. <laughs> so I see what Adita is trying to do. He's trying to have like everything in midfield. Uh, if you have ESR, Declan Rice and Odegaard, you miss out the aerial abilities, but you have like two people driving into the box, one person behind at the six, and Odegaard creating chances. But if you have Deckers, 
if you have Havertz and if you have uh, Odegaard, then you have aerial ability. You have Declan Rice sometimes making darting runs into the box or like carrying the ball forward. You have Odegaard creating chances and you have Havertz who has to finish. I mean, like that's his job, right? So I, I see what, what he's trying to do. But if, if Havertz just doesn't work out, then fucking give him a chance, man. He's, he's a hail and boy. Yeah. So I think he deserves at least one start. I mean, only then we can like totally judge him. Yeah, he's pretty um, decent against Brentford. I mean, I loved him against Brentford. And and just to go back to native to your point, right about Declan charging runs, dude, he reminded me of Vieira a little bit yesterday. And not all the time, but like sometimes he would just turn and just run past, like glide past three or four defenders who are not expecting him to run and make that run through the midfield. I think I I see like w- what he can do differently from Party. Like Party never used to run with the ball; he used to just quickly distribute it on the wings, bring in uh, Saka or Martinelli. On either of the wings, but this dude can run with the ball and cut through, like you know, the midfield. So I, I don't uh, think he do, does more I, of that. I don't think we were at an age where we could process what was happening when Vera was around. Like no, but like you see a lot of these videos, right? Like you all you see is like videos and like all the things uh, that he used to do uh, on these glorified teams and stuff. So I was like, yeah, this is this is quite cool, like quite kind of similar. But yeah, totally long way to go uh, to become Vera. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, um, uh, Jesus and his uh, his basically new position? He's playing like a little bit like on the wings. I what he used to do for Man City. Is this one game? Really right? effective in one. Just... Couple of games. Last couple, like since Martinelli has been out, he's been playing there. Um, that mm. is one question mm-hmm. that I want to ask, and the other one is, what do you guys think about Raya? Uh, he looks very very settled. He looks really. He looks like he communicates with Mikel a lot. I don't think Aaron Ramsdale has the same uh, same sort of like uh, mm-hmm. relationship with Arteta. Aaron Ramsdale also has a little bit of ADSD, right? So, uh, he probably doesn't listen to... He listens to Arteta and then his ADHD just like makes him forget all the instructions that he's been given. And then he starts messing with the fa- with the opposite <clears throat> fans and stuff. So, no, I mean, we have to see uh, uh, David Raya's short-stopping abilities. If it's not up to the mark, then there's nothing that can be done. If it is, like it doesn't even be as good as. Uh, We've already eight. seen his short stopping like ability. It was one of the best, one of the best in the league so last much. year. It was one of the best ah, yeah. in the leagues last year, bro. That's true. What else you want him to do? I don't want to. He's been playing in the Premier League situation. for like. He's not as bad as Anana, dude. He's he, you've seen it. You saw the of stop course. he made oh, again. Like. But is there even a comparison? Like, no, absolutely not. I agree. <laughs> I don't I think, think. I think United are going to be so uh, like they're going to be scratching their heads right now. Like, not just United, even uh, Chelsea. Like, why didn't we go for Raya? <laughs> Mate, uh, I feel probably, like, yeah. you know what? In Raya, Raya and uh, Jesus debate, right? And it's it's an interesting one because you guys know how much I love to hate and get here, right? And I feel like Raya is I feel like there's not much difference between Raya and Ramsdale, but for the composure, which is, again, super important. Totally get it. But I feel like in terms of shot-stopping, in terms of distribution, there's not much of a difference. Uh, Raya might be better, 2019, whatever you want to say, but it's not like, you know, oh, it's it's a clear upgrade. I feel like Raya would work amazingly well if we go and get, like, a tall Ivan Tony, 
like who could actually take his bring down his long passes and kind of like do something with it because against Tottenham Raya was as useless as any other goalkeeper like he was putting it long but most of it is going outside uh mm. there was no one to like kind of shield that ball pick it up uh the second balls or like just run behind the players so it was just basically useless and there wasn't a differential between Ramsey and Raya when it comes to big matches in in like something against Bournemouth last last like yesterday we definitely saw a differential when it comes to composure like he was calm on the ball he used to like he can hold it for a bit longer attract players and then pass it through the line so yes definitely but i feel like we definitely need to upgrade on enketia bring jesus back in the center and like just bring that player out <laughs> i think i think i know what's happening enketia is doing really well in training that's it but and, he doesn't do anything and, and in the he's game. putting in like, the work you can see no i mean i was i'm kind of impressed with the space as well Uh, yeah, I, he has like, speed. He has speed. Like, like, he has speed. No, no, he has. He has speed. He got two. He got us two penalties, right? So I won't lie. I like having basic strikers. You know, I'm But a like sucker he, for basic strikers. He kills our fluidity. I like basic. He kills our I'm fluidity. Like, okay, he bro. cannot pass. Basic, basic. <laughs> <laughs> he kills. I feel like he kills our fluidity. Like whenever, whenever he's on the pitch, like we hmm. can't be fluid as much as with Jesus at top. And like a Nelson, yeah, but I don't like see Jesus making like really insane runs. Jesus is not. Right? But do you need yeah. that? If Jesus if is playing to the center, do you need that? Do you need those runs? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Again, and sometimes. I, I, I don't know. Dude, we have again. Like, I, I'm going to be Arteta here, and I'm going to tell you guys that like we have many competitions, we have many tools. So you know, again, some teams, some tools, mm. again, some teams, some tools. So Enketia is a good tool to have, Animesh. It's just there. He's a good tool I don't, to have, I, and I he don't. stepped up time and time again for Hazewood and scored important Dude, goals. So that's not. I feel like that's a misconception. He he did step up in a couple of games, but then whenever Hazewood is out, he steps up for two, and then he lets us down in three after that. We'll see. So, I mean, listen. I, so like that's what happened last season, for... right? When like you remember last season when Hazewood was injured and Kedia came and scored against United, like last minute goal. He did again. He did another one against West Ham where he turned the defender. But then the last three, next three four games after that, he was absolutely shit. Like against City, we could have scored two. Instead, mm. Tomias was making a mistake. De Bruyne is like running wild and scoring a lob over Alan Ramsdale. So, I mean, there are like a lot of crucial situations where we can get similar output from what we are getting from Enketia from another player, okay. but who okay. can be a little bit better. Okay, let's let's start <clears> the discussion here. uh let's um i mean we've talked about bonus as arsenal let's move on to next week and let's do a little bit of like a preview for the biggest game that we have this season that's going to be arsenal versus city uh obviously enketia is going to start right anish <laughs> see enketia and zinchenko i just hope they don't start I'm zinchenko kidding. nothing what's against your, like, what's your team what's I your i just have one thing team? to say i just have one thing to say So my team would be my team would be. Uh, let's decide on like Lionel. let's decide on let's decide on a team right now. Let's let's go for goalkeeper first. Um, are we all in agreement that Raya has been has to be Raya? Yeah? yeah, I mean you can't. Has, to, can't be Raya. has you can't to be Raya. Raya. I would love yeah. to be Raya just because of shit houseery, yeah. but you, you can't. No, but like Ramsey has fucked up and tra- fucked up for against yeah, City yeah. many times. So let's yeah, let's yeah. keep Raya. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. stability yeah. too. Uh, left back, we are going with Zinchenko. Like no problems there. Um, no, no, no. Centre-back. I'm going Tommy Asu, bro. I'm going Tommy Asu because I mean I feel like Zinchenko. Nothing against Zinchenko, but I feel like Guardiola has his number. I don't think he's effective against Guardiola ever. He has never been. I don't think he will be. So I feel like this is the time where we actually be ruthless if we want. What to about Arteta having Guardiola's number? 
Oh wait, wait, time out. I just for I just realized that we are going to be facing City right after they lost. Like, yeah, Rodri. This is the best. Yeah, without Rodri and De Bruyne, like if we can't win this, we're not winning Then the league. Just, like, that's why. Okay. That's why we need to be ruthless. We have to draw. <laughs> we need to be <laughs> Okay, okay, I feel you. Um, Saliba and uh, Gabriel, no questions there. Um, White, course, yeah. no questions yeah. there. White, no questions there. Yeah. Deckers, I, I, you know, I've been I've been seeing a little bit of uh, uh, flakiness from, from White recently. We don't have anyone yeah. there. Yeah. Let's not talk about know. those flakes. No, we don't have anyone. Maybe have, maybe Ben White and Tommy also. You know, we can bring on Tommy also later. You guys know oh, how much I love. Except for Rashford, when? Except for Rashford, when? When did you see? When did you feel it? I love Benny Blanco. I love him like to bits, um, and I've told, told, like I've said on this podcast many times that like he's 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 best. I mean, I was livid when they compared him to Van Bissaka, but yeah. this time around, this time around, like in the last couple of games, his positioning, defensive positioning, has been suspect, man. Like, and sometimes you have to call these things out. But mm-hmm. again, uh, again, like let's give him time, and we don't have anyone, so. Beggars can't be choosers right now. We don't have Timber. Tommy Asu. If you want no, him, but I think we can bring on Tommy Asu later on. Yeah. 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 We can. I mean, uh, I, I but... disagree, but I I feel like except for United, he was fine. But okay, let's move on. I think Benny White. I think fine. so. You He's saw. Um, I mean, you. I mean, if you guys saw the Wolves game, Pedro Neto absolutely skinned uh, Ake and left back. If you see, if you can just envision Saka there, Saka trying to skin uh, Ake. <laughs> But Ake has had a Ake has Saka's number. Let me tell you that. And Saka, and Benny Saka doesn't have any. Yeah, but Benny. That's why Benny is going to be important, right? His overlapping runs are like yeah. class, bro. Class. And then yeah, we yeah. have like wait, people. Wait, wait, wait. Now we have what is Saka's situation right now? What is Saka's situation? Like, is he injured? No, bro. Nobody. He's knows. not injured. No, he like played. almost every game, he he's limping off. Dude, he was limping off at the end of the game. <laughs> Then he just yeah. comes Dude, I think I think Arteta you know, tells him to do that. Yeah. You guys saw the <laughs> meme. Like, you know what you guys the saw idea. the meme, right? <laughs> the Ericsson meme with Arteta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't even sub him out. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the most hilarious meme ever. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, if we don't have Saka, Saka, just give up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese, I mean. Okay. Reese is the second thing that I can think of. Anyway, let's go ahead. Uh, Deckers, we have Declan for sure. We'd be starting him. We have no one else. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. Hmm. Thank God for this guy. Um, and we start with. Unfortunately for you guys, we are starting Odegaard and Havertz, and none of the other shit is coming out. We need, we need the aerial strength. We don't have Rodri. They don't have like that crazy, you know, like a like sort of like a defensive. Uh, Uh, midfielder wall there, so I think it would be good to have Havertz there. Aerially, dual wise, he'll be you know important. What? I I think I think it should be a 60 minute thing. Like, would it, uh, if he doesn't do anything in 60 yeah, minutes, yeah, but I mean we're gonna decide the happen. starting lineup, right? Bring on someone else. Bring on Trossard. I think I mean I would say Odegaard is obviously you can't really question the captain, but I would I would be going for ESR. I mean if he gets like a good 45ish minutes, 40 or 60 minutes in the midweek. Do the verticality that he adds against yeah, the city defenders yeah. who are used to playing, like you know, basically attacking people, not attacking them. It'll be it'll be amazing. Neither. But I also get. Yesar has a special sauce. He has a yeah. special sauce. Yeah, he's. You guys he, are he not understanding. I know. I feel what you guys are saying, but mm. also understand the fact that last year 
when we when we played uh, when we were like at the peak and we were like playing so good and we had to face city they fucked us because we went we went full on like arsenal on them and they went long ball brentford on us they were yeah. long balling the shit out of us haland was controlling he was laying it off to de bruyne it was a walk in the park for them that's the thing yeah. that arteta is trying to fix this year which, which that is game literally are you speaking it, about the first the city, home game, first the home game, game or the second game home, home game home game home game, home game. where tommy has to That was a close one. That was a close one. Both games. Both games. They played uh, uh, sort of like long ball football with us because Pep knows, right? That we didn't have... At that point in time, we didn't have the aerial ability or we didn't have the dual machines. Now we have fucking... If you've seen the last few games, even though we've not been as fluid, but duels, we have won... We're eating them up, bro. We're eating... Declan Rice... Uh, Saliba, Gabriel, Havertz—they're eating up duels, bro. They're mentally like Arteta mm-hmm. trying to make this thing where, Saka, like, if the ball Saka is, well. yeah, we, if we, the we, ball is in the air, we win it. Simple as that. So that—that's yeah, why, like, Haaland and not won't be able to trouble us anymore. Yeah, we've been we've been the best off the ball, off the possession team in the league by by some distance. So, like, you know, to your point, the duels and the second balls and everything. Like, we we're, we're we're pretty good at it. So, so that yeah, is was, the reason I was, I was, that Havertz. Yeah, I'm fine with Abbott too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go to up front. I mean, if Saka is available, he has to start. Yeah. I think we'll... Dude, <laughs> and Kenya is not coming near the team at all. I think we... No, okay. listen. Listen, 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 listen. I totally get it if Enkedia is playing, if there's no Martinelli, there's no Trossard, there's no... Hmm. I mean, I would play Nelson over Martinelli, but because it's City, okay, whatever. Let's play Enkedia. But if, I'm, if I'm any a simple... of those two are there, we don't have any Ketia. We're not bringing him no. on. Even if no, it's fine. I'm, I'm a simple guy. Um, I like my striker to do striker things. And Enketia so is good for that. Maybe <laughs> he, uh, what, what striker thing is he good at? He hasn't scored. No, I think uh, uh, Martinelli is going to make he's it. Some of a, he's somewhat of a pace merchant. Dude, I want hmm? to, be, to be honest, I want Trossard to play. Because of his intricate passing and stuff. I By the like, way, I think uh, Martinelli is going to come. I feel like he's going to come back. Uh, and I think Trossard is also available. Uh, I think Trossard, Trossard is available. He was available for the weekend. So he should be fine. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, possibly, you know, it, possibly it's going to be Trossard. But I don't think Arteta likes Trossard too, too much. As much as like we think. We like Trossard. I think like he doesn't, hmm. he doesn't think that he's like that hmm. touchline winger that he needs. Martinelli, he loves like everyone yeah. loves him because he is the perfect yeah, striking yeah. Saka and Martinelli, if they're available, that's perfect. But that's what that's why I think yeah. he's going to go for the same. I think he's going to go for Enketia and Jesus. But I would like him obviously to go for Trossard and Jesus up front. I also agree with Animes there. Uh, we can't afford complacency here, bro. We need our best players, and Jesus and Trossard are better than Jesus and Enketia. Simple. Trossard is just simply better than uh, Enketia. He's more clutch, and we need clutch players right now. Um, yeah. So I think we'll we. I think we'll also having level. having Raya, having Raya and uh, Rice really helps in the mental battle. I think they were mm-hmm. they sort of mentally bully us usually when we face them. So have so these two guys coming on is going to be very useful. Like I, I, yeah. Declan Rice is not someone you can bully. He bullies you. Yeah, yeah, he bullies you. Uh, okay, let's it'll be, quickly. It'll be such a... <laughs> Quickly, it'll be it'll be such a story point, right? In our season, if we end up winning this one against, like, if we end up winning the season, touch wood. But uh, it'll be such, it'll be it. such a story point, like you know, one week before, 
where you city lost to wolves we won pretty pretty decently convincingly i would say and then and we to one week after spurs beat us one yeah. week after spurs beat, beat us literally beat us yeah yeah, yeah. so i think uh, it'd be it'd historic just, victory we need this yeah it's historic victory this. i mean mm-hmm. we need it if we if we were to it win is... the title we need this this is it basically yeah, i know what neville is going to say neville is going to be like yeah they got lucky because there's no de bruyne there was there's no rodri you don't have any see neville is on arsenal side this uh, this season he's yeah. playing the gimmick oh, yeah. he's smart he's a smart whoever guy will be the new neville whoever will be the new neville <laughs> I want to call out the celebration players, dude. Like, where where are all these people now? Like, you know, who are like, oh, Arsenal is over enthusiastic about scoring goals and like doing all of those things. Like, these fucking Tottenham players are bring their families on ground oh, and doing lap of honors after seven weeks. You fucking kidding oh, me? Like, what the? What did the you guys Did you guys hear about uh, the Spurs fans being games. really pissed at Neville? What? Spurs fans are really pissed at Neville, so because he oh, is uh, down talking them and Ange. They should oh, be down there. So they're a fucking mediocre club. Like they're fucking okay. doing lap of honors after seven weeks. Are you fucking kidding me? After beating a so nine men Liverpool, so did Liverpool at home. So did so did Liverpool. You remember the two all West Brom? They went like uh, celebrated. Dude, I guess it's just the progression of Liverpool. the team. They haven't they haven't felt that in a no. long time. Yeah, right? no, he's trying to that. build something there, so he's just <laughs> doing the. Or maybe it's, it's just shithousery. Who knows? Like you don't bring your kids after seven weeks. Like you just don't. That's just not unacceptable. Anyway, I'm, not, so I'm all for it if it brings. I'm all for it if it's if it's like bringing unity in the club and everything. I'm all for mm-hmm. it, man. Tbh. Yeah. It was a very broken club. Happens, so that. Yeah. Exactly. So no, I mean, things all, need to. All the all the banter aside, I don't think I'm I'm against the celebration. I'm just against people calling Arsenal for celebrating, like people like Richard Keys and like. Dude, everybody does. Oh, we we are the main culprits, or like the we are the main ones for for celebration police. Like it always comes okay. out when we win. Anyway, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Man United is still garbage. Do you guys agree? <laughs> it's very confusing. It's... I don't understand why how like how they're not winning yet. I mean, they <laughs> spend so much. Favorite... It's my favorite pile of garbage in the world. Like I just love admiring it, and the smell of it, and everything about it. I just absolutely love it. What <laughs> are these images you're putting in my head? Um, but yeah, to be to be honest, I'm happy Vamsi and Nehal are not here to like you know their sullen faces. I miss their sullen faces. It would it would have been nice to see today. It would have been very very exciting. Oh, yeah, Vamsi would have blamed everything on Luke Shaw. ियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलियलिय
but they're never going to be world beaters man i just don't see them as a team which because they're so divided from top to bottom so rotten through so many elements that like we don't we personally don't need to be scared of them at all it's just it's just if you're a united fan you're in your own struggle you're in your own different little bubble just like chelsea and united they're in their own different bubble they don't have to worry about other teams because they're not going to be competitive right now they are going to be either title no. spoilers cup spoilers mm-hmm. or something but they are just going to be also rants that's it also rants no but with chelsea that that was expected whatever but united they were expecting to like be title challengers this season so i don't think they've given them that hope yet they're probably thinking okay we can probably still get back into it maybe and finish in the top 4 if you fucking ask and them they know, would they wouldn't say that. like they're in the transition year but last year they were saying that okay we won one trophy and we came third so it's better than arteta who's been here for like 3 years or 4 years or whatever but like what happened now now they're saying that like they this is their transition year and they need like couple more years it's not about that it's just about how shitty the ownership the management everything top to bottom the whole if you start firing people who are incompetent in united united will have zero employees so i mean it's, Dude, it's just not just casemiro will be left yeah there's like a lot of comparison between eth and and arteta right like always eth is like the second coming of arteta but in our second season i remember we sagged raul sanelli like who got pepe in uh for basically for that deal and he's in jail and then now, we basically put in he's in jail <laughs> i think so <laughs> oh god dude the spanish the spanish mafia dudes like they can do anything like they'll go to any extent <laughs> but uh, but yeah so that happened but after that it was mostly like all of the arsenal problems were related to like just the players right the players were bad I just Ooh. feel like when there are United fans all over the internet wanting Greenwood to play for the club again and cheering yeah. his comeback, then I feel like the whole uh-huh. mentality of the club is a little shoddy. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, uh, no, uh, no. They tried to get this guy to play, and it's United, like people within the organization and the fans who, who like, there was such a big backlash. They had to backtrack on that. So I don't think no, you can like, blame them for that. It's, it's just a noisy, so, noisy you're, minority. You're talking about Twitter, right? You're talking about Twitter. You can't judge from Twitter. I I'm talking like, about people who we know. Like I'm not even like let's not take names. So there, even, like people, it's it's about like people all around us. Bro, I don't know if if we had an amazing player like if Arsenal had an amazing player who's accused like, of something like that, maybe some Arsenal fans would have also been like, you know what, let's bring him on. The whole point is the oh, really? vague ambiguity. Yeah, it's a vague ambiguity involved here because it's just some person saying something. There's no proper uh, no, like, like proof. But with Greenwood, there was like a fucking video. Yeah, That's exactly, the big difference. Exactly. That's the yeah, problem, right? And but then you can also turn the argument around and say, you know what? In his case, it was violence and whatever the person, you know, he is. He was just twenty-one. So and the person he did it against, it's not right. But that's the sort of arguments they're making. So you can, I don't think that's that so Greenwood thing like, has anything to do with United. Like we no, should no, be I mean, basing United like, situation on that. I, No, I feel like I feel like it is to do with United because no, no. <laughs> Look, so okay, this so has been how, going on before that, right? No, no, no. no. So I, how this is going on how, much before that? How this is different from so, in my opinion, right? Like how I see the picture, this is different from other appeals, even against Mendy. I'm including that because none of the evidence, absolutely none of the evidence, was in public square, right? And now, whatever you want to do, you do out of court settlement or whatever. But once it once you have that those clips and those recordings and those videos. then you kind of form your opinion that okay this was wrong no, no hear me out hear me out 
I know this happened last season and all of that. They should have dead and buried it. They know they're going through so many problems, injuries, letting new players bed in and all of that stuff. And then in amidst all of this, they kind of like brought this back up, like the club and the management, including the the manager. They brought this back up to the to the front line and they'll be like, oh, we're going to bring this player back. Oh, he did this all of this last season, but we're going to try to re like you know reintroduce him in the squad, and that is something that was really uncalled for. And then on top yeah, of that, I don't know things. A lot of what things happened. If, if it mean, was uh, honest, Alex what... Ferguson, he would have swept everything under the rug, right? No, but and like what's Greenwood to say? Ronaldo right wasn't now. right. I, look at United right now. What's to say Ronaldo wasn't right in what he said? No, no, no. I'm talking about Ronaldo's case that what the incident that yeah. happened in United States when Ferguson was managing. They made sure nobody heard about it. You know, everything was swept under the rug, whatever. If Ferguson was around, he would have been more ruthless about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we talk about uh, Aston Villa versus Brighton and talk about how hmm. Deserby has to be, has to be a very, very, very overrated guy? Because when he Did loses... you guys see the game though? Did you guys see no, the game? No, I haven't seen the game. I haven't seen the game. I saw the yeah. game and I have to say one thing. Uh, this is like pure like unluck. That's it. They played oh, really? well. Six one. Six one. Yeah, they didn't do. Six one Aston Villa didn't do anything remarkable. They got like they did. Their defending was good, and Brighton maybe because they had uh, this. They sort of couldn't handle the counter attack that well. So six one doesn't reflect like how the game went. Dude, to, to back the... Prayag, right? To back Prayag. So look at this. Expected goals. Aston Villa, 1.3, scoring 6. Brighton, 1.73, scoring 1. <laughs> I, I told you. It's, I, didn't it's even check. The, I didn't even check expected goals. The, I just saw the Brighton. game. It is in oh the history of <laughs> 1.3 expected goals and 6 goals. Like, oh my god. Yeah, they got lucky, man. They got really lucky. Honestly, whenever Deserby loses, he loses pretty bad. And to like random yeah, teams. Yeah. Like, you know, Everton first them 5-1 last two. Like everything, yeah. they, they, yeah. they lost the Luton at home, bro. Like what the, like uh, shit happens. I don't know. I guess like it's something to do with like how expansive his football is, and if like they don't have their day, they get fucked or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's 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 not a good look on a manager who's trying to get one of the big jobs. If you're yeah, gonna, you know, Una made his case though. Una made his case though. It was a good evening for him. Yeah, it was uh, definitely Nai a good is, evening. Nai is looking very competent, you know. Like a guy who can get things done. Like, you bring him in and make something happen. You want to hire him for your business? I think is going up. I think you should hire him for your business, bro. <laughs> Gets things done. I, I, you love people like that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, uh, Ollie Watkins is uh, still, like, uh, not signed his contract yet. Wants to, I mean, he's been offered, he's like debating or whatever. I guess he, I think he's waiting for a certain uh, London club, bro, to come in for him. He's a fan too. Everybody, everybody is an Arsenal fan. But like, okay, okay, I, I know we're talking about Brentford and Arsenal. <laughs> but yeah. like, who who will you take? Ollie Watkins or, or Tony? If you want to take. No, 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 just like one name. Watkins? You take Watkins? Mm-hmm. I think Ivan Tony will be useful, I, right, for us. I'll change. I'm just going to change my answer like instantly because 
till about till right oh second i thought ollie watkins is like 23 or 24 a fucker is 27 i didn't Yeah, yeah, he's old. Tony, hundred oh percent. Tony. He has yeah. a young looks... guy's name, right? He has a yeah, kid's he name. Has a... <laughs> and he looks like Ollie Watkins. Oh my god! Why are you so children's book? And then Tony is like some forty-year-old drunk. <laughs> yeah, Tony's a fucking drunk. <laughs> no, no, uh, t- uh, Tony for sure now uh, because uh, yeah. Tony is made for like uh, for the kind of team we're trying to become, right? Aerially also good yeah. and like just and like a proper striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, like Makes Brighton, dude. Like I feel like they shouldn't. I mean, they should be a little bit more uh, careful in in terms of like you know going forward when they're losing, just don't lose that bad. Is this? It just kind of like raises the questions over whether they can sustain Europa and then Premier League and then also finish in Europe next season. I'm not even talking about top four, but like Europe in general. So I just feel like. It's it's something to to think about for But I guess it's, it's about like ethos of the team. Moments. Like the ethos of the team is the mm-hmm. reason why they got six, and they're still six. By the way, they have fifteen points. Not bad at all. Fifteen points in seven <laughs> games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad, dude. They're they're at the same yeah. point. Points. I mean, they're one point. They're two points below us. Three points below yeah. the fucking uh, number one position. So they're not doing bad, even even for like yeah. what was happening. Mm-hmm. That you know, this squad which. Played okay, which played um, Aston Villa. Let me read them out to you and tell me, tell me, does the squad deserve to like be as good as they actually are? Okay, Danny Welbeck is firstly playing centre attacking midfielder, which is incredible. Their their mm. pivot is Billy Gilmore and John or Jay Hinshelwood, who's a guy who's no one has fucking mm. heard of ever. Their uh, goalkeeper is Steele. Their centre back is Duncan Webster and Joel Weltman is right back. Estupunian, who's a decent uh, uh, player, is left back. And then they have like Solly Marshall, Mitoma, and Evan Ferguson up front, which is a good trio. Again, not world beaters, but good trios. But in the centre of the park, they have Welbeck, Gilmore, Dunk, Webster, Hinshelwood, and Steele. This sounds like fucking Sheffield Wednesday, bro. And you t- and they <laughs> this guy has got them like fifty fifteen points in seven games. It's unbelievable. So I, f- I guess he's not that overhyped. Think, you know what? No, 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 no. He's definitely not overhyped. I feel like also the team that you read out is kind of his second team. So, uh, like the main team that he plays are like what Gross plays in the center. I feel like Pedro, Pedro, whatever his name is. That Jao guy Pedro comes on. Play, but no, Jao Pedro is like. Uh, Welbeck definitely plays just to play off Ferguson, yeah, but right. his uh, but you're his right. but his yeah, pivot yeah. is Gilmore and uh, maybe uh, NC. So sometimes, regardless, bro, all of them are just you know yeah, just yeah, yeah. okay players. Yeah. It's not nothing crazy. He has Ansu Fati coming on randomly, wasn't done yeah. much of an impact, <laughs> but whatever. Like it's it's not yeah. a crazy squad. It's not as look at Aston Villa's squad. Okay, just the comparison. Yeah, this is a relegation really yeah. squad on paper. Like I won't lie. And look at. Look at Villa squad, huh? Just in comparison, they have Pau yeah. Torres, Luca Dean, Consa, Emi Martinez, and Matty Cash as their last five. Kamara and Douglas Luiz, which is a crazy pivot. Musa Diaby, who is so fucking good. They have Zaniel, yeah. Zaniola. Where the fuck is he come from? From fucking Mourinho to some random Turkish team now. By now here, they have yeah. Super John again. They have Yuri Telemans, Jacob Ramsey, Diego Carlos, Bertrand Traore, Longley. 
all these random fucking players they have some good chamber callum freaking chamber they have as a Fine, defender then. i mean it's a pretty it's a pretty strong team yeah. very 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 strong it is team. a strong team dude it's uh, they have they have very players strange. and they they I, I, who's out someone is out too some good player is out i can't see who this is but some good player is out who in the Ming Ming is out, Bailey is out, Bundia is out, Bailey is mm, out, is Beyond out. Bailey. Look at yeah. all these players. So Aston Villa significantly have a better squad than uh, than Brighton. That makes me. But I mean, of course I, I they have Mitoma. Do you guys see Deserby uh, and Deserby uh, and Emery head to head? Not head to head. Like comparison since Emery came to the Premier League. Emery's been better, right? Emery is the yeah, yeah. He has a better record. Yeah. Emery has the same but, record but he hasn't Guardiola exactly beaten he, yeah he hasn't beaten the big teams Emery but I mean I think that's a big team uh, remember like we used to fucking beat all the small teams and lose to all the big teams when when we were playing with, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Emery we were Emery, just like that Emery is a very very good second tier second tier team manager uh, he can't be a champion manager but he he'll, he'll be a top 4 manager or he'll be like a really good like you know just below the top the best of the best i feel like that's, yeah, that's when, where his position when the when the light shines the brightest he yeah. he needs the attention not on him yeah, so, yeah exactly and then He's he shines a, yeah yeah you're yeah, right and he shines only in small competition like he can't shine in the champions league because the light is too bright he can shine yeah. in europa <laughs> league with a little dim setting yeah. a little darker a conscience league and stuff also yeah. they lost their first game mm. um but um, yeah that's that's Aston Villa versus Brighton well, who else played um, we played Chelsea Chelsea's matches tomorrow like don't even need to discuss yeah. about that that team um Wolves and City so yeah that's that's something that Surprising. even our group couldn't couldn't Fortunate. jinx even we couldn't jinx that guys yeah dude mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like we mentioned <laughs> like Pep jinxed himself by calling in the Korean guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think this is this is just a sign of? Do you think it's again again we're falling into the same trap as last season? Just like underestimate this team and suddenly they come back to bite us in the ass with their fucking with just like twenty wins in a row or some shit. Think, or do you actually you know what, think I this think season is not. different? No. Yeah, I think the season is different because. Man City are expected to start strong right now and they won they won everything right so they so it's not like and they've been winning all the games so far it's not like they they had the best start they are first right we are chasing them so this hiccup maybe maybe we need to magnify look at under magnifying glass or something because something went wrong for them this wasn't supposed to happen Dude, also, I feel like I mean, I've I've been saying this for a long time now. I don't feel City is as strong as as they were last season. Like, I just don't feel that they are. Like, if you look at players that they bring from the bench, they have a lot of midfielders. They have like amazing defenders. But like, if the things are not going their way, they don't have people to bring on the bench to you know have like an attacking output. So, no. <clears throat> I, I just feel like they're. I mean, if you look at their bench, right? And I totally get that uh, De Bruyne is out. and Silva is out but if you take those two players out you really can't bring anyone from their bench and be like oh this person will make a difference or bernardo silva is out i think he's 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 had a knock okay but like so, so the... two injuries and they're done like two or three injuries and a red card and they're done like we are 
it's slow and it's like kind of chugging along but then they have this halan moment where it scores out of the blue and then they go on and score two more because the defense are a little bit open open by then so i feel like series are definitely different and if we can just bet in our like you know solve our number 8 like left side number 8 we can definitely like give them a very very strong challenge more than last Dude, season they still have the best squad in the league and the biggest thing that's going to work for us right now is the fact that rodri and de bruyne are not playing but do uh, they have just, the best I, I, don't, i don't think there's anything more complicated to discuss here it's, it's as simple as that they have the best squad but i think three of their best players are right now out i don't know if bernardo silva is going to be playing against arsenal and it just comes down to that that's it but do they have a best best squad like that's that's my yeah, question they like, do. do they I think they, they, have, they have the best starting eleven. I don't think they have the best squad. I mean, that's my opinion. I don't feel Nunes, Kovacic, or Philips make a difference in any of our teams. But sure. Yeah, but I mean, like Jack Grealish under Pep. Yeah, these guys all but of them perform well. He's the starter. That's what I'm saying. In mm-hmm. my opinion, I feel like they have the best eleven. I don't feel they have the they 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 have the bench to to do it or to go for a travel they will they might but, win like one of the but we shouldn't be saying these things you know as a, as we shouldn't fans. be saying this team to, to a team the, no i mean yeah to a team which yeah, already like won the travel yes you can you can, you can definitely but uh, it's the first game that they lost this season they definitely don't look convincing again as they didn't look last season but then let's not repeat let's try to look at things more <laughs> later like when it comes to man city criticism we have to always i mean they've made us eat up our, our words many times so let's when it comes to man city let's yeah. like just shut up <laughs> like we don't we don't have anything to say yeah. here because they can they can show up anytime they have the players they, I, i i heard you guys but i feel like they they have recruited well um uh, they have the players in all positions they can they can just jump up anytime and pep guardiola at all moments is trying to like uh, think of like new things to like uh, to bring to new new type of like uh, um you know situations to attack so maybe he'll read how the how the who the competitors are this season and he's going to build his team against them that's how that's what he does and that's how he's going to do it if he has to fuck arsenal next week he'll play long ball and fuck us but then i hope that like arteta has learned and i think this is arteta's biggest game of his tenure till now he has everyone available except for barring maybe timber or something uh, i think it's his biggest game of his tenure right now next week next I mean, week i don't know what about we, saka and martinelli saka, saka is available and saka, also if saka, saka is not available really. if saka is not available it's all on arteta okay like with three hours fucking 3 nil you're winning and you're still keeping him on for 20 extra minutes when you yeah. know that this guy has played like every single game of the last three years or whatever so uh, but i think saka is there players are there even city don't have uh, rodri we have deckers we have players bro we have to win they don't have one of their main dms they just lost the game they low in confidence we're high in confidence this is the time that we beat them if we don't yeah this is it. a draw is minimum which is also going to be quite sad but if we don't if we lose to city at the emirates 
I have questions need to be asked to Arteta, man. Straight up. Yeah. So, unless yeah. it's a very yeah. unlucky, this... unlucky win or whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this, I think this I definitely. Yeah. This... This, this definitely one bold fraud in Manchester, and Pep is not one of them. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, okay, so let's let's do this one last thing. Uh, so um, let's say you're an 18 year old kid, um, like an 18 year old mm-hmm. football player. You're at the peak of your, uh, you know, not the peak of your abilities, but you are. Um, you you have the world at your feet at 18 years of age. Uh, you're a football. You're everyone uh, really, really appreciates you and uh, feels like you're going to be a world beater. And you have a contract um, from six clubs. Uh, that's uh, Tottenham, Liverpool, Man City, uh, uh, Newcastle, Chelsea, or Arsenal. Who are you going to pick, and why? Uh, let's start with Prague. Unbiased and. What do you think for you yourself, your development, everything at this point of time? Hmm. I mean, maybe I can give like top three. I need one. You you don't sign for three clubs. You sign for one club. (laughs) Okay, fine. Ah. Hmm. And how good am I? Like, am I good (laughs) enough to get into the starting eleven? You're the best player in the world. No, you're a young... Okay, so you're a young... Okay, here's the thing. You're a young player who is really good, but it's not like you can just, like, you know, jump into... Like, you're like Mudric. Let's say when Mudric was um, just coming on and if he got an offer from everywhere. It's not guaranteed you start everywhere, but you are renowned to be, like, a really, really skillful uh, player who's going to make it at the biggest... You're Garnacho. Let's say you're Garnacho. Whatever. I'll pick one. one, But I'll do it by eliminating the clubs one by one. Okay, sure. So, Chelsea is going through a crisis. Obviously not. They can't even uh, like, they can't even deal with their starting 11. So, I don't know how how many opportunities they can give you. What about Mone? What about Mone? Why do you think people are joining Chelsea? Eight year contracts and Mone. The contract will be different. Yeah, it's it's everything. Everything it'll just in, be short term. It'll be it'll it'll just be short term. At this point of time, uh, I'm smart enough to realize that maybe I'll get some money to start with, but then my career is not going to take off the way I want to. Oh, okay. So okay. Chelsea is out, right? Uh, there's something similar for United. They have issues at the organization, so I don't think I'll be getting enough opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'll have to depend on True. an injury crisis or something, and even yeah. then, I don't know how well it's going to go. Okay. The next thing is Spurs, right? So Spurs, I would say that right now they're doing well, but it's just been seven games. They've also had a crisis in the organization. So I don't know how how long this is going to last. If I'm, I have to think about at least three, four years, right? At this age. So if an Ange has a history of uh, leaving after like two years or a year and a half for a better job. So if he goes and someone like Conte comes in, I don't think uh, it's going to turn out well for me. So just for that reason, Spurs also out. Now there's Liverpool and Arsenal and Newcastle. So mm-hmm. both Liverpool and Arsenal, right? Like they have really good uh, organizations, right? They can and they have managers who can nurture a player really well. 
and bring them to a certain standard. But with Liverpool, I think Klopp is going to leave soon. He's been around for a long time. And, and you probably don't want to hang out around the mercy side. Yeah, that's and like it'll be difficult for me to like uh, deal with the coaches, right? I want to understand what they're saying with the accent. Ask English. <laughs> I can't go for I can't go for Arsenal either because when there's Martinelli and Saka, wait, so you're going for Newcastle? You have these. And let me get to it. I don't. These players are so good. They and they're so young. They're going to be around for a long time. So I think the only option I have is Newcastle, and because right now they're like, you know. Uh, they can't buy so many players. They don't have that many homegrown players, I think. So, they sort of need people like... I'm assuming I'd be counted as homegrown, right? Uh, <laughs> is there an advantage? Let's assume it's there. Let's assume it's there. Okay. Yeah. So, considering all that, I think playing for Newcastle would be my best bet. You'll be counted I, as homegrown in uh, Kerala Blasters, bro. Not in... Uh... <laughs> no, you don't have to be. You don't have to be British. If if you've been uh, around, like, yeah, in yeah. So I'll I'll choose this castle. Yeah, as an eighteen-year-old. And, and with the Saudi money, their facilities, everything is going to improve. So, like, look at Man City right now. Could be Newcastle. So, for that reason, I'm going to choose Newcastle. Less competition as well. Tottenham and sided with them in the last pod. So 
You better not start talking about changing anything. <laughs> nah, I was just, I was appreciating them. No, that's it. I'm not. No, that's exciting is never that. that. That's the that's the biggest win. <laughs> so, uh, firstly, Newcastle. They're in. They're Saudi owned now, so I'm definitely not going there. They can replace me at any point of time. It'll be like some better. But my career, come, like, your career this. should come first. Yeah. Your career, your career is going to go to shit if you're getting replaced, bro. No one's going to look at an 18-year-old. Secondly, uh, Liverpool, I think the attack is really potent. Um, Anfield is a so great draw. Anfield is a great draw, I understand. But it's only been rarely that Liverpoolians have like accepted um, uh, a guy, uh, basically a player who, they love their own. They love their own. They love Scouse. They love their own. Arsenal is not like that. Arsenal accept people from outside. They love, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Black, blue, green, right? They love the, they they love players from everywhere. Um, second, thirdly, I feel like if I if I I want to be in a merit based Liverpool and Arsenal have this ability that they it's everything is merit based. Chelsea, I don't know what they're going through. United is shitters. City again, like too good of a team for me to like. Uh, I mean, if I believe in my abilities, sure. But then again. Not really keen with that. Doesn't excite me. It's gonna have to be Arsenal, dude. There, uh, if I believe in my merit, merit my abilities, can, I have seen the. Can I ask one question, Nira? Yeah. Can, can I ask one question? Are, are you playing right wing? Because no chance. Okay, left wing also <laughs> no chance. CDF no chance. CA no chance. Even even I'm, if you're going to play, first of all, no ESR can't get in. Okay, you think you're getting it? I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in it. Replace Odegaard straight to be the captain. Straight captain. Straight three. Sorry, I'm sending him back to Norway. Um, but again, one, another thing. Another thing. Another thing. There is no favoritism when it comes to Arteta. Even if you guys can shout as much as you want, I don't think it's favoritism. Yeah, it I think it he's. I think he's merit based. Not. I think he's merit based. He's. He bought Ramsdale. Nah, for a lot he of positions there is not. No, for for like a lot what? of positions there is Would no you, favoritism. Like what? Like what? Uh, left left back. I feel like there's very strong favoritism for Zinchenko or everybody who? else. Zinchenko is the best left back we have. What do you want? No, I mean he's, the, he's yeah, and, and quite Tibbers possibly the reason. Wait, 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 wait. Also, 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 Timber. Timber, when Timber comes on, yeah. Timber is replacing yeah. Zinchenko for a lot of the games. So let's not talk. We haven't seen that. Yeah. We, haven't, we haven't seen that as an evidence. We've already so seen it in the community shield. No, no, I agree. Because Zinchenko was not a good Only Zinchenko was uh, for the first few no, games. No, only does that, I think, mainly for Saka. Okay? Even no, no, when no, he's not we, performing, we don't have any other Saka, game, bro. I think. Yeah, Saka, I mean, for Arteta me, it's just... Trust me, bro. Listen to me, every manager has favoritism, but um, if you see Klopp, Klopp has favoritism like crazy. Liverpool fans hate his <laughs> ability of like being favoritists. Eddie Howell, we don't have yeah. sample size. <laughs> Arnold, Arnold yeah, yeah. No, so not... many players, dude. Milner. Anyway, Ten uh, yeah, yeah. has favoritism to his players. He starts his players. He protects yeah, his yeah. players. He's protecting Anthony way more than he protected Sancho or Greenwood. Um, Eddie Howe, we don't have sample space. Let's not talk about him. Also, Eddie Howe also plays some gross players sometimes, like just because he loves yeah. them or something. Um, uh, who no, else no, is there? Not, Pochettino, no samples. Arteta, barely, bro. Barely. I mean, favoritism. No, 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 no. I if you shade your shit, you're gone. Like, 
it's it's but just one thing i'll tell you about it it's just he for can really hate people that that we know he can destroy oh, yeah. careers yeah yeah can, yeah, yeah but <laughs> that is but there has to be a strong reason there has to be a strong reason there has to be a reason when it's either an on field reason or an off field reason so it has to be some one of the reasons right it can't be just out yeah, of the neither, blue not like you, he woke up one day and like just because his... no you went on a date you had a little too much to drink you came home, came to practice a bit late you finished <laughs> he's going to i mean that's that's those are the fogging standards bro <laughs> i love this fogging club and i love these fogging standards mm-hmm. yeah that's a scene standards anyway yeah anyway so prayag yeah. newcastle united new player uh, animesh liverpool's new player and i'm arsenal's new player yeah. congratulations guys you uh, never walk alone at least at least i'll get to play Hey, you will be on the bench and the whole time. We'll get to win. We'll get to win. I might as well buy it like we'll a win. ticket at Emirates and just sit there. We'll be the, the same thing. I will. I will <laughs> wait for my chance, bro. I will wait for my chance. You will be replaced by Neymar and Mbappe no, and you, no, no, <laughs> you know no, we'll no, be no. above you, Mbappe. By the, time, <laughs> by the time you you get your chance, I'll be playing for Real Madrid. Nah, you'll be loaned out to Al Hilal, bro. <laughs> and we'll be we'll be playing against you in the champions league semi final beating you at the bernabeu so i think we're good but no actually i can't see yeah, it sounds like a delusional level do you know delusional liverpool fan no no delusional cannot be yep i'm the only one staying in <laughs> london so fuck you guys <laughs> like enjoy and yeah. fucking tone side and whatever mercy side um and newcastle is actually a pretty good place to stay it's a like university town okay.